Hey everybody, welcome back to Concierge Confidential. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and this is the episode, or the episodes, that we really build this podcast for, and that is Valentine's Day. So I know that the Super Bowl is going on the week before Valentine's Day, and then you only have like really three days to figure it out before it happens, but we're going to do it. So we're jumping in on our Valentine's Day episode where we're going to tell you some of the fun activities to do around town, some of the sights to see for Valentine's Day, you know, the romantic spots, and then also, of course, the creme de la creme, the top restaurants to go to for Valentine's Day. So sit back and relax. This is the Valentine's Day episode of 2024. Okay, everybody, so we are talking about Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day in the concierge business is the busiest day of the year. It is essentially, quite fittingly, the Super Bowl for concierges, uh, which is funny because the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas on, I believe, the 11th, and then you have one, two, three days, and then boom, you have Valentine's Day on Wednesday. So Quite literally, the Super Bowls. So we used to do room setups. I think we would have a minimum. I, I would say minimum we had at least 20 room setups in a day. And again, it could be anything from hearts on a bed to spelling out, will you marry me? Um, just you know, throwing roses on the bed as well. Um, we would do things like, you know, obviously sending flowers to the room is a big deal. So we encompassed a lot of different things. Balloons were a huge deal. So we really tried to go all out whenever we could for Valentine's Day, but also do things as fast as possible. Um, I could, I know that I could typically make a heart on a bed uh, if I had like two bags of roses. One bag of roses, you can do it, but two bags, it looks really, really nice. Uh, but two bags of roses... Um, I could probably do a nice heart on the bed in about in about ten minutes. Um, it takes a little while, especially if you know you have um, a, a king size bed because you have to actually make it you know big enough. Some people made a little baby heart, and I don't think that was very fun. I used to decorate the entire bed, so I would do like a heart, and then I would do like a cool design that would usually be like a line, or it would be sort of like symmetrical with individual rose petals all around. Um, I would always get the red rose petals if I were you. So if you are somebody who's going to be planning this, I would highly recommend reaching out to your concierge at least a day in advance at, at the very bare minimum, because we do have to order those flowers from an offsite vendor, uh, which is actually an MGM vendor that then has to deliver them typically between 10 uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, and then 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So really important to get those orders in as soon as possible because a lot of places nowadays do not have flowers on hand, which how they, they used to, but not anymore, unfortunately. So uh, big deal, Valentine's Day. So we get really, really jacked up for it. Uh, but yeah, doing hearts on a bed is really fun. Uh, if you're going to do Will You Marry Me, minimum two bags uh, just because the, the bags have a certain number of roses in them. And will you marry me is a very, very long sentence. And make sure it is a question because I made, I remember that I did one before and uh, I forgot to put the question mark. So whoopsie. Um, but yeah, we've done hearts with arrows, which is always fun. So that's, I think that's a really interesting one. Um, you should definitely go for a heart with an arrow and that'll always get somebody excited. Some people are really good at making um, designs. So I had a friend, her name is Megan and she would be able to make a flamingo 
on the bed. So she was always like sort of the, the specialist when it came to making designs. So that was always uh, really, really fun. So anyways, moving on. So Vegas is actually really fun for Valentine's Day just because they typically have lots of deals for a lot of places. Not the super high-end restaurants, but they'll have like a prefix menu for Valentine's Day, which is nice. They typically um, understand that it's a special day for a lot of people. So typically... They will, you know, give the lady in the group or ladies or however you want to look at it, um, like a nice little rose. Uh, sorry, gentlemen, um, whether you are dating or with somebody else, um, you will not be getting roses. Typically, those are only reserved for the ladies. I'm sorry. It's still 1957 in Las Vegas and them the rules so far. So uh, anyways, uh, Vegas itself is really, really fun. Uh, but let's talk about some of the activities. So we'll kind of go throughout the day. So let's just say some activities you want to do in the daytime uh, with somebody that you are here with. So a really, really fun one if you want to get, you know, some people are very active, and this has become super, super popular, you know, in town, and that is hiking. People love hiking. I don't get it. I 100% would never hike. I would not want to go on a hike for Valentine's Day. But there are very, very active people in the world, and they love hiking here in Las Vegas because there's many different uh, hiking sort of levels that you can do. Uh, but one company that does do it is uh, Love Hikes, which those – actually include transportation. They have different levels. They have sort of like a leisurely hike. They have a more intense hike. And they also have like an intermediate hike. So uh, intermediate is the middle. And then intense is going to include like some like climbing up rocks and all this other crazy stuff. But I'm, I'm sort of recommending you do the, uh, the, the relaxed walk or the relaxed hike, excuse me, um, which grand total is about four and a half hours. That doesn't include transportation. So it really depends on how um, fast the hike goes. It typically includes a guide, and you actually go to the Valley of Fire, which is actually part of the you know the fun part of doing it. The good thing about doing hikes around this time of the year is that the weather outside is actually quite quite nice. You're looking at you know, you're looking in the like 60 to 65 degree weather, which I know doesn't sound like fantastic, but in regards to you know. In comparison to the summer when it's 115 degrees, uh, it's not very nice. But if the sun's out, it can get all the way up to, you know, 60, which is actually quite nice. So you'll get a lot of it is in the 60s, 70s, around this time of the year. So really perfect time in Las Vegas. But they do have Love Hikes, which is the company that I'm recommending. Um, it's $129 plus tax to do all this. But again, it includes like waters, it includes snacks. It also will include your transportation to and from the Valley of Fire, which many people Love to go there just on their own as well. So highly recommend uh, the Love Hikes, which is really, really popular. Um, another thing I'd recommend sort of during the daytime uh, would be a ride on the High Roller, which I know doesn't always sound romantic, but again, this is a daytime activity. But the fun thing about the High Roller is that you're trapped with that person for 30 minutes. But uh, with that, you do get a beautiful view of the Las Vegas Strip. A lot of times they do deals for these special holidays. So uh, typically, if you're going to do the High Roller, they usually have the ticket pricings starting at $35 and up. So 35 or 39 during the daytime, and then it goes up to, you know, the 50 or $60 range once we get into the evening time. So again, if you do this during the daytime, which the cutoff is usually sunset, and then they'll have like an actual time, usually about five uh, when you start getting into like the winter months. But the high roller is always fun just because you can do like a champagne toast, you can do the uh, bar cart, which the bar cart is in a separate cart. It's also 30 minutes, all you can drink, which that one you can do in the middle of the day as well, starting at 12 o'clock. So just keep that in mind. 12 o'clock is when the bar cart actually runs. But it's a really good way to sort of, you know, 
talk to your significant other, look at the Las Vegas Strip, look at the Las Vegas Valley. The high roller is definitely worth it in the daytime. In the nighttime, I think there's actually better options to actually view the strip from up, up top, but that's what <clears throat> I would recommend. So high roller at the link is a really great option for a daytime sort of couple's experience. Also, getting there or getting to the link itself is a really fun experience as well, just because you get to walk down the link promenade, which sort of is like a downtown Disney with lots of shops, lots of places to eat. And you can sort of just stroll along that beautiful little sort of brick walkway that they have on um, uh, at the link, which is fantastic. They also have Chayo, which is a really good uh, Mexican restaurant. They also have uh, Fish and Chips, which is Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. They have an In-N-Out for those you've never been and have want to try In-N-Out for like a cute sort of lovey-dovey lunch, if you will. Uh, that would be a really great option. And a lot of great bars, again, on that walkway. They also have a zip line. So those of you that who are very, very adventurous, the zip line might be a fun uh, experience for you as well that actually flies over the entire Link Promenade as well. So for those of you that are a little bit more adventurous, uh, again, I think this is really cool because I actually did it for a Valentine's Day trip uh, myself. So uh, again, not with this person anymore, but I did this one of the, you know one of my first big activities in Las Vegas, and that is horseback riding. People love horseback riding, at least people who like horses. But we do have a couple different companies in town that you can do this with. It just sort of depends on which one you want to try. Um, the one that I would be recommending is going to be Wild West Adventures because that's the one that I actually did my experience with, which again, uh, takes up a good chunk of the day. You can sort of do the morning time one, which is quite early. It typically starts around, you know, seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning. Um, and then also includes like sort of like a breakfast. Uh, but I wouldn't recommend that one just because who wants to be up that early on that day? They do have a regular daytime uh, daytime trip, and they also have one that is a package deal, which I actually did this one when I went, and that is the uh, sunset tour. So it was a beautiful sunset, by the way, when we went. So you actually take – you can drive yourself if you'd like, or you can get transportation arranged with Wild West Adventures where they drive you out to – uh, their ranch, which is actually uh, on your way to Red Rock Canyon. So as you pass Red Rock Casino on your way to Red Rock Canyon, the it's sort of a turnoff right before you get to Red Rock Canyon. So you get all the beautiful mountain area that is Red Rock, and you get to ride horses doing it. So uh, what's fun is that this actually includes a dinner as well. So you get to actually you get there around around four o'clock, four thirty. You kind of get acquainted with everybody. The uh, cowboys will match you up with a horse. Um, sometimes you get to pick, but you know, not always, uh, but sometimes you get to pick your horse, you get mounted up and then you go. So then you'll like ride off and you do your little trip. And then the horses themselves are actually quite well-trained where you actually don't have to be, you know, super, super into, you know, horseback riding because they kind of do a lot of the work, although you are still sort of out on a trail. So it's not like they are, you know, chained up or anything and it's, you know, silly um it is actually a really fun experience you go at a nice little pace uh it's not too intense uh but it's a fun different activity and again you just get really 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 great views uh, of the sunset of course and if it's a little bit cloudy that's actually a good thing um not overcast but a little bit cloudy where you get these beautiful streaks that you get in the air here in las vegas so it has really beautiful sunsets really great for photos as well um and then you get dinner which the dinner is actually kind of like a a low-key fun part of the the tour. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be as fun as it was just because it does get really cool out here in the winter. And <clears throat> you actually eat 
sort of like around sun, you know, little little past sunset. So it's more like, you know, a little light blue out in the area. And you get sort of like this outdoor steak. You also get corn and then you also do it with beans. So it's really like a cowboy dinner, which hopefully you weren't hoping for like five five star but the food is actually quite good it definitely feels more like a barbecue and after you eat which is just sort of like at an actual regular table you can actually have dessert with the cowboys who tell cowboy stories and they'll sing like a song um but it doesn't feel as doesn't feel like super what's what i'm looking for manufactured like it doesn't like he's not tr like faking it like you really feel like you're just sort of sitting around a campfire, just having a good time with the other couples. And it's actually really, really fun. And I mean, you get different walks of life from everybody that gets in there. So um, I'm a local. So we were locals when we went. And then uh, there were also some people that came in like a sports car, like a Corvette. Uh, there was a couple from Canada. And it's a pretty good group. So it's not like a private tour, but it is, you know, a good group of people. Um, so that one goes for about $159 a person. So just keep that in mind when you go. But that does include your uh, dinner as well. The morning ride, I believe, is $129. And then they have a locals ride that's around $123. So that's cool. But again, that's horseback riding. I think it's a fun thing to do. I always recommend it if people ask me to do it. I would recommend it. So uh, there was also a deal for that one. So always keep an eye out for deals for those uh, Valentine's Day trips outside of the Strip as well. So <clears throat> now we're going to go ahead and move on to something that I think most people know about, but we'll highlight it here. And that is the flight over the Las Vegas Strip with Maverick Helicopter Tours. Um, those tours range between $115 to $125. I would recommend you check with your concierge because many concierge, at least at MGM properties, um, are able to get a little bit of a discount on those particular flights. They usually can get it down under $100. For those flights that go over the Las Vegas Strip, just note that they are only about, and really, I'm serious, about 15 minutes long. They are not long flights over the Las Vegas Strip. So whenever they sort of uh, tell you how long it's going to take, it's it'll say like, oh, it's an hour and a half to two hours. Typically an hour and a half is what they say. Uh, but that includes transportation to and from your hotel to the actual airport. So just keep in mind that it is not a two-hour flight. You are essentially going up, flying on one side of the strip, turning around at the stratosphere, and coming all the way back down on the other side of the Las Vegas Strip. So you're looking at a total flight time of about, 15 minutes. It's not very long, but it's always a fun, different thing to do that's uh, you know out here in Las Vegas. That is not something that you get to do very often, but you also get really, really great pictures of the Las Vegas Strip. So highly recommend doing the Maverick helicopter tour. I've done it before, and I think um, I had a great time doing it. So highly recommend that. So those are a couple of the activities. Um, those are the things, again, these are sort of broad, overarching things. But if you are somebody who's quite specific about something you'd want to do, uh, please reach out to me and then you can go ahead. I can go ahead and sort of like recommend something for you. Like if you like art, I could recommend going over to the Bellagio Art Gallery. I would also recommend the Bellagio Botanical Gardens. Looks beautiful right now. With they, right now they have their uh, their zodiac, not zodiac. Whew, uh, their Lunar New Year. Uh, set up, which is for the year of the dragon or the Chinese Lunar New Year, um, which looks beautiful, has all these beautiful Japanese blossoms, which is just great, uh, but highly recommend checking it out, regardless if you're here for Valentine's Day or not, but it makes a great place for a photo shoot. If you would like to take any free photos um, with great backdrops, um, I would highly recommend going over to 
the Bellagio Botanical Garden. So um, I'll also recommend a couple of things you should see on the Las Vegas trip that can be quite romantic. Uh, the only problem is, is that the Bellagio Fountains, my number one pick every single year for you to do this, um, the front will be most likely under construction uh, because it will be deconstructing the platforms and such for the Super Bowl. So unfortunately, that will probably not be an option for the very front, but you are able to watch from the sides and from another place inside of the Bellagio, which I will recommend later. But um, I, always, I almost forgot, uh, the Eiffel Tower would be a great spot to be able to see the fountains if you still want that beautiful fountain view, just because it is overlooking the beautiful pool. And again, you can look over like the CVS uh, stage as well. So uh, that's you know one little thing that I'd recommend for sure. Uh, but yeah, let's move on, yeah? So moving on, uh, in this next part of the pod, we will do what everybody wants me to do and is recommend my top restaurants for Valentine's Day here on Concierge Confidential. So stay tuned and we'll hit that next. Okay, everybody, so we are back. We're going to be hitting the top Valentine's Day hotspots that I would recommend for anyone here in Las Vegas for Valentine's Day. So um, I'm not particularly going to put these in an order just because it's always hard to order these things because you never know, you know, what you're into. So I'm going to go off just sort of some of my favorites. So maybe I'll give a number one. I don't know. We'll think about it. So these are all a little bit different. Um, a couple of the ones that I kind of left off this list was because we're essentially recording this and releasing it on Monday, February 5th, uh, February 5th. So that gives you about a week and a half to actually make these reservations. And sometimes it's hard to make reservations this close to the time, uh, even if you want to get there. So, uh, I mean, a really cool place would be like Golden Steer, but Golden Steer itself is actually um, booked out for like the next like month. So not really going to recommend something you can't make a reservation for. So uh, not Golden Steer, unfortunately. Um, another one that I would recommend, but you probably can't get in is Delilah's. Uh, Delilah's is a fantastic venue for Valentine's Day. They're really pumping it up. They have a lot of different promotions and things of that nature. But going to be really hard to get in on Valentine's Day just because um, it is Valentine's Day and it's, you know, in a week and a half and it's a hard reservation to make even on your own. Uh, another place would be like Carbone, for example. Uh, Carbone is also a very tough reservation to make. Even if you book with a concierge, it's really, really hard to get into Carbone. So those are like three restaurants that are really tough to get in on in, in any case. So even on Valentine's Day, which is one of our marquee holidays uh, for restaurants, I don't think you're gonna have trouble. I think you're gonna have trouble getting in. But if you can, those are the places I'd recommend. So let's dive into it. So my favorite restaurants for Valentine's Day. So um, one that lands on the list is actually a place that, to me, is pretty good in terms of food. I think there are better steakhouses in Las Vegas, but in terms of the actual vibe and sort of the location and the ambiance and all of the other things and trappings that go with a beautiful restaurant. Um, SW Steakhouse over at the Wynn really is a beautiful place on the inside. It has a beautiful menu. It's, you know, it's very, you know, pretty focused on steak, but they also have, you know, a good fish on the menu. They also have really, really good desserts, which are really, really fun to play with, of course. But 
I would recommend SW Steakhouse because it also has a beautiful view of the Lake of Dreams, which has a free live performance um, two times every hour. It doesn't say when because, you know, that's how they wanted it. But SW Steakhouse, beautiful steakhouse, white tablecloth, beautiful service, feels high end. And even when you're done, which I really like this aspect of it, when you're done, you can actually go outside of the restaurant over to... Uh, aft which is their beautiful lounge which is really sits outside um it sits outside in front of the lake of dreams which has beautiful sort of couch seating and of course it also has cocktail tables for couples and is a really great place just to have a drink have a conversation the music is just the right level and then it only really just sort of amps up when they have those performances so I would highly recommend SW Steakhouse because of the accessibility to other beautiful things at the Wynn property, like their um, Parasol Down Bar, which I think may have changed its name, but uh, the Parasol Down Bar is you know, really, really nice just on its own, but then you can go outside to Aft and get that beautiful uh, after-dinner drink um, once you go to SW. But again, SW just really exudes romance and romantic, and I think that would be a great option for anybody on Valentine's Day. So um, it's also great for anybody who is of a certain age, so let's just say you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, it's going to be something that you really, really feel comfortable going to where it's not going to feel out of place. Uh, for example, I went over to uh, Mother Wolf over at Fountain Foundation, uh, Fountain Blue. Oh my goodness, Foundation Room. Uh, Fountain Blue. And the couple that I was sitting next to at the bar, beautiful couple, really great. Uh, they were in their 60s and uh, from Florida. But they didn't vibe with the food like mother wolf itself was probably not a restaurant for them because they really wanted a traditional style Italian restaurant, even though uh, mother wolf is specifically a Roman Italian restaurant, which if you didn't know there was a difference, go there and you'll know there's a difference between like American Italian food or sort of our cust you know, custom, uh, customary Italian food from Roman cuisine. And you'll definitely know the difference. So just keep that in mind. So um, after that, uh, let's go and do something a little bit more fresh, if you will. So we're going to go the opposite direction. We're going to go away from steakhouses because steakhouses will make up a big chunk of this menu. And that is, as I've touted, one of the sexiest restaurants in Vegas, Wakuda at the Palazzo. I absolutely love Wakuda. I would take somebody here for Valentine's Day because I'm really trying to show that one, I have style, um, and Wakuda definitely feels very cool, young, hip, fresh, but has that sort of just just tidbits of romance in it, but just sort of that seduction part of it as well, just because it has that beautiful purple inside of the restaurant, that purple and white. And then if you go to, you know, I'll, I'll explain it all. So um, beautiful menu, very approachable. If you have somebody who loves sushi, they have many sushi dishes on the menu they can choose from. They also have, you know, very traditional uh, Japanese preparation for a lot of their sushi and nigiri um they also have uh wagyu which is also going to be served uh nigiri style um or sashimi style if you will am i getting it right i think i am i don't eat sushi very often but i've said it on the menu but other than that they also have a steak on the menu they have lobster on the menu they also have teriyaki chicken on the menu it's not, it's not called teriyaki chicken but they have chicken on the menu uh they also have pork on the menu so really they have things on the menu that can feed everybody as long as you have a little bit more of a refined palate, they can feed everybody. And again, this can be an expensive dinner. This can be a moderately priced dinner. It will not be a cheap dinner, that's for sure. 
but it's definitely going to impress any date that you take with you to this restaurant, and it'll probably get you going in the right direction, if you know what I mean. So uh, Wakuda itself, I'm going to explain all the other reasons why I like it. The main room is just really, really cool. It sort of feels like this sort of this Japanese-style uh, uh, sumo ring where they have this like these big, giant sumo wrestlers in the middle that are made out of this you know really cool sort of... Um, sort of statues and then they also have these beautiful little like purple and white flowers all around the center of the uh dining room and then they also have their beautiful lounge as well so it just feels cool in its own space it's perfectly you know the 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 the, the music in there is just the perfect level we're able to have this conversation a lot of the places that i'm recommending are going to be set at a certain level where you're able to have conversations which for valentine's day that's really what you're going for it's very different you don't want poppy steak which is just we'll talk about that some other time but you want something that's going to be at sort of that normal level where it has sort of vibe but also you are able to have a conversation because again you are there with another person trying to celebrate a valentine's day and your love for the other person and you should be able to hear them um unless you've been married 50 years then you just say screw it i don't i don't care uh but wakuda is great because you can have dinner and then after you're done you can walk over to their lounge which is on the way out where it really is just sexy on the inside it has these beautiful purple lights on the walls with these beautiful hand penned hand penned pieces of art with just women with tattoos and it's just so artfully done and tastefully done, if you will, uh, on these paintings. And then the bartenders are absolutely fantastic. There's usually a DJ, you know, very, very light music, but it just, it's, it's raised up a little bit, the volume. So you're able to lean in and have those intimate conversations sort of close to the ear. And it's sort of like a whisper. And it's really one of those places where you get to know people even more uh, sort of on the uh, intimate level. This is the space where you're really, it's more, body language and body motioning, um, which is, you know, important, but it's not so much dancing. You're really there to, to really just sort of decompress from the dinner you just had, maybe let loose a little bit and have a good time. I really enjoy Wakuda. I really enjoy the bartenders. They do such a fabulous job and they're able to make these really beautiful drinks. One of them is like the snow monkey and the snow monkey is delicious. I uh, would highly recommend the snow monkey cocktail over at Wakuda anytime. Uh, shout out to Lou, which he's in the private dining room area, but Lou's my guy. So moving on, let's get away from Makuda. I'll go to probably my favorite place on this list, which I'm, it's kind of funny that I'm putting it in this part of the list, but overall, one of my favorite restaurants in general, but also it serves as a really great place to have a romantic dinner. It has a beautiful name, and that is Scarpetta. Scarpetta at the Cosmopolitan really was made for romance. It's, it feels very elevated. It feels very New York. Um, and I like that. It has that sort of look to it where it's sort of the very shiny glass on the table. It also has these beautiful sort of dark wood on the floor. Same thing for that on the tables themselves. Um, it, but it feels modern. It doesn't feel that white tablecloth, old Italian. It feels very new and fresh and sexy. And I would highly recommend that uh, for this night. I, that's just what I like. That's something that I enjoy. This certainly serves both purposes. This could be for somebody in their 20s or 30s. This can be for somebody in their 50s and their 60s. This is a very, very approachable restaurant for somebody who has an idea of what Italian food is, but it also is a place where people who 
really enjoy mixing in sort of that contemporary Italian with, you know, you know, old steakhouse. They have that because they have a beautiful steak in the menu, chicken, salmon, all those sort of classic American dishes, but with just a little bit of the Italian twist on it. But it's not over the over the over the, over the, over the, out of the moon here. Uh, Bobby Flay's restaurant over at the Caesar's Palace, Amalfi, feels super super fishy and super super like way too Italian. Uh, that sort of can alienate people like myself who are not fans of seafood that way. So that's why I don't like kind of like that place. But Scarpetta. Love it. It has a really straightforward sort of Italian. They have just like a regular spaghetti that if somebody just wants spaghetti, it's spaghetti and marinara sauce. But, you know, not the way that I'm describing it. It's beautiful, just twisted and prepared. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, I love their teglatelle. It's absolutely rich and delicious. And it just sort of just sits with you. And it's just in a great, great way. Um, but everything's portioned correctly for like a date. It's also, again, right level of music right level of lighting, just because it's sort of just a little bit lit enough to see the person in front of you, sort of like shadows, uh, but you're not, you're sort of hiding your imperfections at the same time as well. So that's why I like the restaurant. Um, and it's actually a pretty medium-sized restaurant, and it has a beautiful view. This is the kicker. Beautiful view of the Bellagio Fountains, which is, it's just always sells it for me, is if you can see the fountains, it automatically just turns up the romance level a whole different place. So Scarpetta, absolutely fantastic. Very, very approachable in terms of pricing. Of course, there are things in the menu that are like landmines. You have to sort of maneuver around. They do have a huge steak on the menu that's around $95. But again, you kind of have to sort of negotiate those landmines with all the other great options on the menu as well. So Scarpetta is one of my top restaurants in general, but certainly going to be one of my favorite restaurants for uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, this year and for years to come, I'm, I'm definitely sure of it. So let's move on. So we'll move on to a place that I think is really great. If you have uh, somebody you're taking with for Valentine's Day that really wants an upbeat vibe, something that's a little bit more upbeat, not sort of that, you know, quiet space. You're there for a little bit of a party, even though you're also, you know, there for, for a romance. And again, they do sort of tweak the uh, set list, if you will for these big events. And one of them being Mayfair Supper Club over at the Bellagio. Mayfair Supper Club is great because it has live music every single day. Of course, Valentine's Day, which is a Wednesday, they will have. But it certainly still offers that sort of old school 1950s vibe that you would get in New York at the Copacabana. And then it has a beautiful view of the Bellagio Fountains in the background. But really what's funny is that the Bellagio Fountains really just serve as sort of background music, if you will. Uh, as you're watching the actual show, which has a live band, they have live singers, live dancers, and it really sets you up to have this is a memorable night where the person you take will always remember this evening for all the fun that you had at Mayfair. And it has these big, giant menus that really sort of transport you back to a time where these big, giant menus were a thing. It also has a very contemporary menu where you have steak, you also have pork chops, you have fish on the menu. They also have, um, they used to have baked Alaska, no more baked Alaska, but they have truffle pasta, which is delicious. They have palms puree, which is also very good. They have sushi on the menu if you want. Uh, they do have a very, very, I would say, again, contemporary American cuisine, almost comfort food-wise. But, again, it's it can be expensive. This is It can be a very expensive uh, experience in general. But just take, in, take, take in to note that you are actually paying for 
live music as well as the food at the same time. So if you actually factor that into what you would pay for like a li live tickets for a show plus dinner, it would be double times that. So this is actually not going to be out of the moon expensive when you really put together the entire evening of what you're getting. So Mayfair Supper Club is absolutely fantastic. You are guaranteed a seat in the main dining room if you make your reservations ahead of time. So make sure you always make your reservations ahead of time for Mayfair Supper Club, and they will seat you in the actual main room because they do have a secondary room, which is sort of like their bar and cocktail lounge area, which is reserved for walk-ins and people who don't know, you can walk in and set the actual bar inside of the dining room. So again, Mayfair Supper Club is a really fantastic option if you want an upbeat, ex you know, really exciting atmosphere for your Valentine's Day. And uh, who knows, if you tell me it's Valentine's Day, you might leave with a little rose or two when you leave. So that's Mayfair Supper Club over at the Bellagio. Um, I won't go over this one too in depth, but the Eiffel Tower is a super popular spot uh, for uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, they have a very traditional sort of French cuisine, uh, French French menu. Uh, it's more of a fine dining menu, to be honest, because you do have French items in the menu, but you'll be able to find, you know, steak, and they also have uh, chocolate souffle, which is really fantastic. Uh, but again, this is if you want one of those more traditional Italian spots. I'm oh, sorry, whew, uh, traditional French spots, but it's very, very Americanized, if you will. So it's high-end, but still quite Americanized. But Nice to maybe do once, and again, you do get your view of the fountains or the construction in front of the fountains because it is, you know, up level, uh, a little higher. So, again, Eiffel Tower restaurant, always a safe play. Um, I do not recommend the Stratosphere restaurant, uh, Top of the World, which many people do. Uh, it's, to me, not the – It's the, the view's okay. I mean, you can see Fountain Blue from there now, which is, which is fine, but – I don't think the food is that good, and I think you're really trying to go for something memorable. I guess you're going to get a good view. Everyone always hypes up the food more than it actually is because, again, you've got a nice view. But, again, that's just my opinion. So we're going to stay on that part of the strip, and I will recommend Carver Steak if you want something that is a little bit more um, steak-forward or a very memorable dinner itself. Uh, the food at Carver Steak, their power rankings are really rising on my list. I had... Their uh, pork belly, which was absolutely phenomenal. I've had their cheesesteak bites, which are insane and out of this world. They're so delicious. Got to eat them hot, though. Um, they also have beautiful steaks, a lot of different cuts, which is really, really good. Um, and, of course, they have the whole presentation of their steak knives, which you can actually check on our Instagram page with Conscious Confidential underscore LV or our TikTok page at Keys to Vegas if you want to see what – Carver Steak has to offer if you want to check it out. Uh, so definitely check those out. That's at Resorts World. They have a really big dining room, which is fantastic, which means you get lots of choices or lots of options for reservations. So make sure to check on those as soon as possible and uh, to eat at Carver Steak. But highly recommend Carver Steak if you want a steakhouse vibe. It's a little bit newer, if you will. So I'll recommend a couple more of these. Um, I won't go too into detail on these ones, but Jo Robochon, or Jo Robochon, uh, which is over at MGM Grand. It is a three Michelin star restaurant before they stopped doing Michelin stars in Las Vegas. It is one of the most romantic and beautiful restaurants in general, no matter the time of the year. This is for all of you foodies out there. If you're willing to pay, you know, $4.50 or $4.75 per person for dinner. They do a digestif menu, uh, typically 15 to 16 courses. Typically takes about two and a half hours. So hopefully you cut a lot of time to actually do this. So yeah, two and a half, two hours. 
something like that. Um, it is quite a long dinner service, but it is a beautiful restaurant. Quite, quite small, but super, super elevated. Yes, you do have to wear a jacket. It is part of the rules. So, that's Joe Robochon. Um, we also have Partage. So, if you're somebody who would like to go eat at Joe Robochon but are not able to, Partage, which is located in Chinatown, is a French-style cuisine, which, again, still does the digestif menu, which, again, will be in the upper level of the pricing. So, usually about 250 to $300 per person, for Partage as well. Um, for those of you locals that might be listening to our podcast today, um, a local place is called Harlow. That's at the uh, at downtown Summerlin. Lots of the sports stars who live in town, they will dine at Harlow. Has a very much uh, has very much a Beverly Hills and Brentwood vibes to it, but really elevated steak, really great wine menu, white tablecloth. It is beautiful on the inside. This place was made for Valentine's Day. So Harlow over in downtown Summerlin. I will give one more recommendation, and this is downtown on Fremont Street. So you might be wondering, what restaurant on Fremont Street do I think is worth going down there for? I'll see what the suspense. It's Barry's over at Circa. Uh, you, some people say that I should have said Plaza where they have Oscars which used to be Oscar's Beef, Booze, and Broads a while back. It is now just Oscar's Steakhouse. Um, eh, it's okay. But really enjoy berries. I think the sides could be better, but the room itself feels very, very quiet. It feels very, it feels very, very much like a Chicago underground steakhouse where it has all these cool, it's just sort of dark. Everybody's sort of in their own little world, but you're all kind of in this collective world together. And that's what Barry's feels like. Barry's feels like a place that you're going to get lost in. Um, they do really nice for, they do really nice things for people who are here for Valentine's Day or for big, you know, events like birthdays or anniversaries they usually do give a rose which is quite nice sometimes people like a dessert instead and that's always you know fantastic but it's a steakhouse so really great steak options in the menu and they also make really really good desserts uh which highly recommend getting any of the desserts there uh the s'mores uh, are probably the most popular thing to get over at berries so again that was basically my whole list. I wasn't going to do everything, but I ended up doing it anyways because, you know, you guys are awesome. Um, love that you guys listen to the pod. I absolutely adore it. Uh, my, again, my favorite time of the year as a concierge was Valentine's Day because making experiences was really one of my favorite things to do. What I really found the best part of working in hospitality was assisting people with making lifelong memories. And that's really something that I think most people who work in service or work in the, you know, luxury service business um, is all about. Of course, we love commissions and things of that nature, but uh, we really enjoy being the key to you having a great time and experience in Las Vegas. So hopefully um, if you have ever, ever have trouble figuring out something romantic to do, um, we concierge really just love it. We love being put to the test and making sure that you can create a new experience with your loved one um, here in Las Vegas the best you can. So um, again, make sure you reach out to your concierge if you want to make any of these particular reservations or if you have any ideas. Um, and again, 
booking any of the activities like flying over the strip, hiking, or the horseback riding. Make sure to do those all in advance just because those do fill up quite quick and they do need a little bit of um, coordination for transportation and such if you don't have a car while you're in town. So again, that was Concierge Confidential, our Valentine's Day episode. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's actually one of my more favorite things to do is this Valentine's Day stuff. So really hope you guys you know enjoy it and find it helpful. Um, Follow me on all of our uh, social pages, Concierge Confidential underscore LV or Brian Ortega 26. I believe there's an underscore between Brian and Ortega on Instagram and on our TikTok page, which is at Keys to Vegas, uh, where you can see all of our videos of many of the restaurants that we go to and experiences here in Las Vegas. So again, thank you so much for listening. If you see me out in town, if you're here on the Super Bowl, come say hello. Uh, I'll be at the Bellagio on Thursday with my parents. Uh, just come up and say hello, Brian. Um, and hopefully, if you're there, I'll buy you a drink. And again, if you see me, that's awesome. But remember, keep it confidential. Keep it confidential.